y'all. Welcome to the Punching Bag Podcast. The transgender agenda has been in the headlines the last couple of days after Biden, in an interview with a transgender person named Dylan Mulvaney, said that states should not be able to limit access to gender transition surgeries or treatment. He said, quote, as a moral question and as a legal question, I just think it's wrong, end of quote. So today I wanted to talk a little bit about transgenderism and this culture war that we have found ourselves in. In my opinion, transgenderism is one of the most bizarre things of our time though I'm not surprised by it because, from my perspective, I think it's the most logical next step in the leftist agenda. Um, Let me explain kind of why I think that's the case. So the left's goal is to convince everyone that there is no such thing as absolute truth because if there's no such thing as absolute truth, then they don't have to acknowledge or come to terms with the fact that their lifestyle or their choices may not be right. If absolute truth is non-existent, then anything goes. And if anything goes, then anything they do or any action they take is acceptable. Just as a quick side note, I said anything they do, not anything we do, because they only apply this rule to themselves and what they believe should be acceptable. If your lifestyle is, say, traditional or conservative, then that is unacceptable in their eyes. I'm going to come back to this point a little later, but I just wanted to mention it here while we were on the subject. So back to doing away with the absolute truth. In order for them to demolish absolute truth, they must do it piece by piece because they know that if you jump too far too fast, people will react negatively. If you've ever heard of the frog and boiling water analogy, it applies here. You dump a frog into a boiling pot of water and it's going to immediately jump out. On the other hand, if you put a frog in room temp water and slowly raise the heat, it won't realize what's happening until it's too late. Leftists realize this and operate the same way with you and with me. They do it a little bit at a time. So they started with things like feminism, which I talked about in an earlier episode. Then they moved on to abortion and bodily autonomy. And then they transitioned, pun not intended, to sexuality. This is where the LGBT movement started coming into play. Now they have moved on to transgenderism specifically, because what is more absolute than one's gender? There's nothing more absolute than one's gender. God designed men and women to be distinct in many obvious ways, physical and otherwise. They know that if they can convince themselves and you that gender, the greatest absolute truth, is in fact not absolute, then they can officially convince you of anything. Or actually, maybe I shouldn't use the word convince because they don't care if they convince us. Instead, I should say if they can force us to accept that gender is not absolute, then they can force us to do or tolerate anything. That is why I would argue that this push to affirm the transgender lifestyle is so much bigger than just transgenderism. It is a means to an end, the end being complete control over government and eventually over you as well. The end is to win the culture war. And don't be fooled, y'all. We are in the middle of a culture war. 
there are some who might argue that that language is too strong, but I would disagree. You have several sides, several different factions of society who are each fighting for vastly different ideals, and each side wants their ideals to dominate society and to impact the culture. That is the very definition of a culture war. And I think more conservatives need to acknowledge this war that we are in because the leftists acknowledge it and they are fighting it with great fervor. They're fighting with this zeal because leftism is where they get their meaning. They fight for it with everything they have because without it, they'd have no purpose. They'd have nothing to live for. They don't believe in God or have a relationship with Jesus, so they have a void in their hearts and they choose to fill it with leftism. So in their minds, this is their holy war. Consider radical Islam. Um, Radical Muslims or Islamists, as Pete Hegseth calls them in his book, American Crusade, which is a really good book, by the way. Um, But Islamists believe the infidel, that is one who does not believe in their religion, must be converted. And if they do not convert, then they must be killed. I read a book a few years ago called The Cost, My Life on a Terrorist Hit List, which tells the true story of a young Muslim man who was born and raised in Pakistan. Now, I don't want to spoil the book for y'all if y'all decide to read it, um, but after a series of events, he is ultimately forced to spend the rest of his life trying to escape radical Islam. Um, because he was an infidel, he was forced to flee his country and live life on the run. Now, I'm not saying that we are in the exact same spot here in America, nor am I suggesting that all leftists are radical terrorists. Um, but the one thing that is the same is that if you are a reasonable human being who doesn't agree with or stand for the policies or ideals espoused by the left, then you are, in fact, an infidel in their minds. They want to eliminate your voice and they want to eliminate your influence. And to do that, they are fighting against you, against us, with the passion that we typically see in a war. This is their war. The question is, are we fighting back with the same fervor? Do we recognize the situation we are in? I think there is a certain segment of the population that maybe understands this, but we need more people to come to grip with reality if we have a chance of beating this. If America is going to be restored to the America that you loved and that I loved, it's going to require us to open our eyes and to start fighting with the passion that something of this magnitude requires. Well, that is it for us today. If you haven't already blocked up time on your calendar to vote, let this be your reminder to do that. Election day is coming up on November 8th. That's just over one week away and a lot of states have already opened early voting. So get on your local election website and check out um, your voting schedule and where your voting locations are so that you can get that done. Thank y'all for listening to this episode of the Punching Back Podcast. To stay up to date on all that is coming, be sure to follow me on social media and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss an episode. I'll see y'all here next Friday, but until then, always remember to punch back.